sanctification. It's the process that God takes us through from the moment of our new spiritual birth in Christ when we're born again, we're made alive. God works in our lives from that point forward, shaping and molding us into the likeness of Christ, sanctifying us. It's a lifelong process from the moment of our new birth until our bodies cease to exist here on this earth. It's one that we'll never finish until we're in the presence of Jesus, but it is a continual process that God wants us to go through and calls us to go through that we would follow Christ and become more like him. The first step in that whole process is faith. We have to know that God is who he says he is, and he always does what he says he will do, that we can trust him completely in everything. I like what A.W. Tozer said about faith. Faith is the gaze of the soul upon a saving God. We must remember our souls might gaze at many different things, but there's only one that matters. We should set the gaze of our soul for Jesus. The strength of our faith doesn't come from us. It comes from the one in whom we trust. And, and real faith that serves the purpose of life is in Jesus and, and him alone. We can't truthfully say, I have strong faith. What we can say and should say and should live out is that I have faith in Jesus and he is strong. When, when we put our trust in Jesus, our faith is solid, well-placed, and strong. If we go back to the psalm, Psalm 123, to you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of the servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid servant to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God till he has mercy upon us. Psalm 123, verses 1 through 2. The gaze of our soul upon the God who saves us. You know, Jesus was fully human while he was on earth, but he never ceased to be fully God. Yet Jesus looked to his Father, to God the Father in all things. When when he had to feed 5,000 men plus women and children, which really means like 10,000 or so people, and he only had five small loaves of bread and two small fish. What did he do? Let's, let's read that. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. Matthew fourteen nineteen. As Jesus looked to God the Father in this time of challenge, it was not with his physical eyes that he looked nearly so much as the gaze of his heart in faith that brought down the favor of God. So we must look to our Savior daily, fixing the gaze of our soul, the eyes of our hearts on Jesus. Jesus said, 
And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. John three fourteen to 15. Let's look back to the Old Testament and think about Moses. Moses went from uh, a person isolated from the rest of the world basically for 40 years alone in the wilderness taking care of sheep and animals and and one day God appeared to him through a burning bush and even when God appearing to him Moses was saying God I'm I'm really not uh, the one you need I, I'm not up to the task but Moses looked to God and God used Moses to change he changed Moses and transformed him and made him into this mighty leader that that led over a million Jews out of slavery in Egypt and crossed parted the Red Sea and brought the manna down from heaven and the meat into the camps through the quail and leading them through difficult circumstance after difficult circumstance and battles because of his faith in God, because Moses trusted God, God worked in Moses' life and transformed him as Moses continued to trust God, as the eyes of his heart sought out the Lord in all of the challenges he faced in life. And so God transformed him. Moses trusted God. Faith is all about God the one we are believing in. Uh, Acts 16.31 tells us how to be saved. It says, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Perhaps the clearest statement on how to exercise faith is here. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. Under any circumstances, life on earth is challenging. But when we turn our eyes upon Jesus, when we strive to follow after Jesus, we, we start to learn to rid ourselves of anything that blocks our view, our spiritual view of Jesus. And daily, day after day, God works in us to accomplish what he wants to do in us and also through us. Keeping the eyes of our hearts on Jesus is not something we perfect overnight. In fact, it happens day by day over a lifetime. We we begin our day, our first waking thought, sort of flinging open the door of your heart by acknowledging Jesus as Lord and Savior. Look to Jesus with the eyes of our soul, trusting and following him in everything we think, say, and do. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. 
Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Think about these as ways to kickstart your faith day by day. When we start our day, acknowledge who God is, that he is more than enough. Address our thanks and our praise to the one true God who exists eternally as three persons in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Reflect on how much Jesus loves you. He loves you so much that he died in your place and my place. Jesus promises he will always be with us, even to the end of the age. Nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. We need to drive down our stake of faith, the stake of our lives, into the sure soil, the rich soil of God's presence, his promises, his power, and his purpose. We can and will stand on them today, and we can and will stand by them today trusting in Jesus with all our heart. I want to leave you with some some questions to think about. The first three are questions that you would answer either true or false. Number one, my faith in God is solid and I will not be moved. True or false. Number two, I trust God to fulfill all his promises to me. True or false. Number three, I am trusting in the Lord with all my heart, true or false. Some additional questions to contemplate. Is there anything in which you have absolute faith? What is the object of your faith? If you could choose only one thing in life, what would it be? What would have to change for Jesus to be first above everything else in your life? Are you willing to make that change? Would you say you have strong faith? If so, what makes your faith strong? If not, why not? What is the key to having strong faith? Write down at least five things Jesus says about himself Does your view of Jesus match up with who Jesus says he is? Is your faith propelling you closer to Jesus daily? Sanctification is about us following Jesus, becoming conformed to his image. Following Jesus requires faith in Christ. Jesus is who he says he is. He always does what he says he will do. We must faithfully follow Jesus, always looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Heavenly Father, work in us to sanctify us, to make us into the likeness of the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ Christ-likeness in our lives, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.